0: This is Ready Radio, preparing you to be ready for anything. Now, here's your
1: survival guide for Ready Radio, John Rush. And I am your survival guide, John Rush. Again, normally we're uh, Drive Radio, Rush to Reason, Fix It Radio, you name it, we're usually here. And again, we do this every Friday from 2 to 3, and we appreciate you all joining us. Andy and I will be here for uh, another two hours once we're, sorry, another four hours once we're done here as well. So we've got movie reviews and other things today. But but let's get started today on our program. Uh, Walt Brinker joining us today. He's been with us before, by the way, in some of our other shows. So, Walt, welcome back. How are you doing, sir? Great to be here. Always a joy having you. So Walt is the author of Roadside Survival. And real quick, Walt, before we get going, where do folks buy the book?
2: Uh, they can just uh, go to uh, Roadside Survival on Amazon and buy it there. That's the best way.
1: All right. So talk to us about 4th of July Weekend, Independence Day, I should say, which is coming up. Not, you know, really next weekend, if you would. I know it's on the Monday, but a lot of folks will start traveling even next. Gosh, Walt, some will start traveling Wednesday, Thursday, even depending upon what they're, you know, going to do over the uh, over the uh, you know holiday itself. So, give us some tips on what to do if folks are out traveling.
2: Here's the most fundamental thing: seventy-five percent of all of my two thousand plus assists have been for tire-related issues. Mm -hmm. The other twenty-five percent are a combination of out of gas. Uh, the engine just cuts off, overheating engine, electrical, and lockouts, and so the focus really probably ought to be on tires. But we can touch on the, on the other stuff also.
1: All right, so let's some start. Say, no, and no, that's a, no. And by the way, that's a great point, uh, Walt. In fact, a lot of the vehicles I see on the side of the road, even coming to and some, you know, to and from the show on a almost a daily basis. I, I really, I, I can say that I think, Walt, daily there's at least one if not multiple cars that are on the side of the road, typically with a tire problem. You see the trunk open or, you know, they've got the hatch open. They're digging things out, trying to get a tire changed, which, uh, you know, really quick, and I'm sure you can a- a- attest this as well, Walt. Uh, I am one where I will tell you that I don't, honestly, Walt, I don't care if you ruin a wheel. I don't want you changing a tire on the side of a, of a busy highway at all.
2: Well, there's ways to do that and doing it safely if you know what you're doing.
1: Okay, Explain.
2: Uh, the primary culprit for blowouts is underinflated tires. So mm-hmm. uh, th- this is huge. So you need to use yeah. a, a gauge to confirm the correct pressure before you even start your trip. Okay. And then consult the guide located on the driver's door jamb uh, for the correct tire pressure. Taking care of this alone—that is the correct tire pressure—will cut your chances of a breakdown by fifty percent.
1: Right and uh, we talk about this a lot as well. But fuel economy also saves on that because low tires do nothing but suck out, you know, fuel economy.
2: Exactly. Uh, also, uh, be sure that your battery connection clamps are tight and uh, too tight to, to wiggle on the post. Uh, if they're loose, use the correct size uh, combination wrench to tighten them. Half the time when the engine just cuts off and fuel is not the problem, this is the problem. Okay. Loose battery clamps. That's simple. Okay. Um, before... The, the breakdown happens. Practice changing a tire on a nice day to learn the proper sequence of steps. Great point. Identify any missing tools and the proper lift points on your vehicle for your jack. Uh, you and you want to prevent dangerous vehicle roll by applying emergency brake, transmission in park or gear, and chalk the wheel diagonally opposite the flat. Mm-hmm. Uh, work strong. I mean, works uh, smart, not strong. Uh, and tilt tires don't lift them. Roll tires don't carry them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Eighty percent of the time, the flat tire's lug nuts are on too tight to loosen with the vehicle's lug wrench. Hmm. Since since most lug wrench handles are too short, Mm -hmm. the best, cheapest solution is a cheater bar, Mm -hmm. a steel pipe, two feet long, one inch in diameter that will quadruple the leverage on that uh, lug wrench.
1: Great point. Great point. Yeah, and that can be be tucked away right where the rest of your... You know, jack or the you know the handle or, or the oh, spare yeah. tire, wherever that's at. You know, you can typically add that right into that. It's a great, great tip. Well,
2: exactly. It's it's, less, it's about a ten dollar investment. Mm-hmm. Uh, use the same cheater bar as a lever to lift the spare, the last quarter of mm-hmm. an inch to mount it. Once you have the other the flat tire off.
1: Great point. Yep. Uh,
2: ch- changing a tire normally requires getting on the ground to position the jack. So you want to have an old beach towel and a cheap thin, uh, thin tarp. To spread on the ground to, yep. to keep yourself from getting fun. yeah.
1: And the other tip I've always had on that, if nothing else, uh, you know, a couple of trash bags, Walt. You know, heavy black trash bags even work. If you don't have that with you, at least throw a couple of trash bags in there. They they double up, as you know, for lots of other things when it comes to you know vehicle safety and you know preparedness and so on. But just a couple of heavy trash bags, you know, the hefty trash bags work well also.
2: Oh yeah, you're right. He- heavy- with you to prevent cuts when you handle a blowout tire with severed metal bands, hmm. uh, th- this can save you a lot of grief. Just a simple pair of le- leather work gloves,
1: yep, yep. Um, uh, real quick, too, the other you- thing for everybody listening, and uh, Walt's always been kind of my tip on the trash bag, especially because let's face it, you're on the side of the road, you've got the flat, you know, change, you're ready to get going as quickly as you can. Very few people are going to go through the process of putting that tire all the way back into its holder because typically you're going to go. And get that fixed. Well, if you got a nicer vehicle and you care, you care about the your interior of said vehicle, that trash bag I just recommended comes in handy in wrapping that up and keeping everything inside the car clean as well.
2: That's correct. I, I use a, an old sheet, but trash bag yep, works also. Yep, works
1: as well. That's exactly right. Yep, good Have stuff.
2: Have a 12-volt uh, compressor on board to tune up the tires with low pressure. Good mm-hmm. chance uh, that one, one or more of your tires is going to be below what it ought to be, and you can check that on the uh, driver's door jamb. But 80% of the time, Eighty percent, the spare tire is low.
1: That's true. Good point. 80%. Sure. Yeah, because nobody ever checks it. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Um, have a long, fat jumper cables, twenty feet long, uh, at least four gauge for jump starts, because that—that's a huge piece of uh, uh, equipment that'll that'll let you help somebody else or accept help from somebody else who happens to stop for you. Um, you want to hide under the vehicle in a three-dollar magnetic box. A $5 key for unlocking the driver's door mechanically, just in case you, yeah. by mistake, lock yourself out of your car. That happens a lot.
1: It does. Yep. You're correct. Yep. Good point.
2: Uh, have an empty one-gallon gas can. Uh, you, if you can pour a gallon in the tank and the engine won't start, then what I do, I call rock the car. I stand on the uh, on the frame of the car with the passenger's door open, and I just jump up and down, mm-hmm. and, the, and the rocking of the car sloshes the fuel that you added, and it'll find the intake and start the car. Mm-hmm. I've done that 20 times.
1: Good, t- good, Good advice.
2: Uh, use a headlamp for best results at night. I've had to change a couple of tires yeah. at night in, in total pitch blackness, and I've got a, a battery-powered headlamp, and I just whip on my head and turn it on, and there I am, and yeah. back in business.
1: Uh, and you know what? Those things work for so many other things that you do, You know, not only around the vehicle, but just if you're out and about camping or what have you. Uh, and and just for everybody listening, if you haven't used one of the more modern headlamps, Walton, you know this. They are so far, you know. How do I want to say this? The quality of those and what they cost is way better than it was even just ten years ago.
2: Oh yeah, they're, they're really amazing. All right, what else? That uh, that's the uh, th- those are the main things right there. Okay. Uh, we can go more de- if you want to go into more detail. We can do that.
1: No, no. I mean again, those are those are great. Uh, sort of the. Uh, uh, over overarching things, I think, when it comes to tires and being prepared and so on, and of course, you know, those of you that are looking to, you know, to head out. I mean, there's this is in combination with all of the other things. You know, somebody needs to look at, you know, before they head out. And I understand, Walt, a lot of folks today, men and women, it's not just the ladies. It used to be. But nowadays, it's pretty much everybody. There's very few people anymore that are that are taught how to do things mechanically and how to look at, you know, a vehicle before, you know, they go on a trip. So in that case, yeah, we've got shops that we recommend that you can go to and get that done as well. But you know, some of the basics, Walt, that everybody can look at is still lighting. Is everything lit up? I mean, that includes everything from, you know, license plate lamp to, you mentioned the you know, opening the trunk, finding the spare tire, those sorts of things. You know, are all of those things working, Are high beams coming on and off like they're supposed to. All your turn signals, brake lights, and so on. And then, of course, all of you guys towing trailers. You know, we can get into that probably at a at a later time, either on this program or tomorrow's program. But those of you guys towing trailers, yeah, that's another one where you got to make sure everything's all dialed in.
2: Let me say one thing on towing trailers. My experience is that uh, when a car or a vehicle is pulling a trailer. Nine times out of ten, the problems with the trailer, not the car, because
3: yep.
1: Yep.
2: the tires are old. And yep. They they just uh, you know an old, a tire older than six years is going to you can bet it's going to give you problems.
1: Good point. You you are exactly right. Uh, you know other things when folks are out and about, and I know you've done this for, you know, you, you've actually been somebody that's been out, sort of one of those emergency roadside guys that, you know, comes along and helps people out and so on, outside of tires, because I know that's a big deal, and, and like I said, I see that almost daily coming to and from the station, just from my house. I'm only, you know, about a 30-minute ro- you know road trip down and back, but I see that almost daily. What are some of the other common things? And I know it's changed, because as you know, vehicles have gotten you know better and better and better as time has gone by, but I still see people on the side of the road with all sorts of problems. What are you finding Today, outside of tires, as the next things you know, folks should be looking at to be prepared for
2: uh, the uh, getting locked out of your car. That's not that's not that uncommon, really. No, it's not. Uh, the engine the engine overheats, and so you want to if, if, if the car if the engine is overheating, don't go on a trip with it. Take it mm-hmm. to a mechanic and have them check it out. In the meantime, have a jug of water in the car that you can add to the radiator uh, if you start to overheat. And you want you want to keep your eye on that on that temperature gauge. If it's more than about 40% of the way between uh, hot to cold or cold to hot, then you want to take it, take it to a shop and have it checked out because it's probably going to let you down on the road someplace.
1: When it comes to certain tools and things, I know you mentioned a moment ago having, you know, the the cheater bar for the lug wrench, which, by the way, great idea. The heavy gloves, another great idea. And those are things, by the way, you can store and keep in the car, you know, literally at all times. Other types of tools. Again, a lot of folks aren't super handy, but there are some basic things, you know, folks can have with them. What else do you recommend they throw, you know, either in the trunk or along where the spare tire's at? And I know every vehicle's got little different, you know, ways to store things and so on. But what else do you recommend?
2: Well, the big thing is to be sure that the vehicle has got all of its uh, tire-changing tools. What's incredible is the percentage mm-hmm. of vehicles. I'd say uh, 40% of vehicles I stop for don't, are missing one or more of the key items that came with the car. Good point. And for some reason, it's not there.
1: Good point. Or the other thing yeah. I've run into, somebody's changed lug nuts along the way, or they threw a locking lug nut on, and now they don't have the key. They don't. You know, they, There's no way to get the lugs that are currently on off. That's another issue I've seen.
2: Another thing is uh, a lot of times... Uh, the the base of the jack will sink in soft mm, dirt. Good point. So what I'd recommend is having an 8-inch eight by 8-inch eight, eight square piece of one half inch thick plywood that you can put the base of the jack on, and it will not sink anywhere. It will not sink in the mud or the dirt.
1: Yep, yep. Uh, I also had somebody just text in and said, if you can, not everybody's got this ability, but if you've got the ability to have one of the... You know, uh, portable. You know, eighteen, twenty-four volt impact wrenches that you can drag along with you. Yeah, by all means. I mean, I, again, that waltz and expense. A lot of folks don't have, but there's a lot of handy guys that you know, guys and gals out there that do. And if you have that, yeah, throw it down on your trip.
2: Here's another big one. Um, since uh, with 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 uh, campers and trailers, the, the way to change a tire, the, the simplest way to change a tire is not by jacking the thing up. It's especially if you have two wheels on each side of the camper of the tra- or the trailer. The best way to do it, I found, is to fashion a ramp hmm. uh, using uh, uh, wood that you, had, you You would carry on in the trailer uh, to include those squares. I, I I keep those squares in a box, and I can I can set them up any the way I want to to make a gradual ramp to, hmm. to have the vehicle pull that uh, yep. pull the trailer up yep. onto to the uh, the ramp with the with a good tire. And by the at the same time, the bad tire will come off the ground. You can take care of it then. Good point. You want, you want to be sure to, to, to loosen the lug nuts first because once you get it off the ground,
1: they ain't the off. going ain't coming off. That's around. right. That's right. No, good, so, that great so, point. Great point. Uh, the other thing too, folks, and and this is you know again kind of common. Walt said you know have of have a headlamp, which by the way, I'm a big believer in as well. But Walt, I'm also a guy on on the vehicles that I take that I you know that I would normally be. On the road with, I've gotten the point anymore where I just permanently mount a rechargeable flashlight. Usually keep that in the console. They'll charge now off the USB port that are typically in the glove boxes or in the you know consoles now. I've gotten the point where I just start mounting a permanent you know flashlight that charges itself all the time and uh, you know key on key off kind of a thing. And and I know that's a little bit you know uh, you got a little have a little skill I guess you could say to install that. But a lot of them, Walt, you can just throw in, plug into the USB port, they charge while you're driving. Done deal.
2: That's right. There was also a, a, a battery uh, that can be used to jumpstart your car without ever having anybody else involved. If you, if True. you have a battery yes. you have a battery in your car, and I, yes. that's really cool. I mean, that'll, yeah. But you, the thing with that is you've got to keep it uh, charged. If you let it sit for a couple of months, it's going to die. Good point. So if you have one of those batteries, they're great to have, but you got to remember to keep them charged up. You, uh, you, I, you can I, do that by once every two or three weeks.
1: I can tell you firsthand that... Uh, Never fails, you go to grab even the big jump boxes, even in the shop. You know, you go to grab a big jump box, you keep around the shop, and of course the last guy that used it didn't plug it back in, you go to put it on the car and there and there's oh, no yeah. juice, and it's like, oh you gotta be kidding me. So yeah, great point, by the way, if you're gonna have one of those, and a lot of folks do, and I've recommended those for years now because they're they're a lot easier and handier to even you know carry around. And a lot of them have fault protection, so you really keep from you know hooking up backwards onto any kind of a battery, and a lot of folks you know, for guys like you and I, it's easy to know positive from negative, but you'd be surprised the folks that don't. And those do have fault protection where, you know, you're not damaging any electronic components. But, again, to your point earlier on the jumper cables, there are times where it's almost a necessity just to have the cables instead.
2: Here's another uh, quick story, which, which uh, makes a big point. About, uh, about a year, two years ago, I stopped for a, a car on Interstate 95 that had a flat tire. And uh, at least I thought it was just, just had one flat tire, and I was about to change the tire. And I noticed that the the left rear tire was also flat. He had two flat tires, mm. and so he only had one spare. And so I I keep a plug kit in my car, and I said let's let's check this out. So I took the the front tire off, the one that we originally stopped for, and instead of putting a spare on, I just did a plug job with it. I plugged a hole and I pulled the nail out. Luckily, it was in the center of the tread and not on the on the sidewall, but it was in the tread. I pulled the nail out with a pair of pliers, then I put a plug in it. And then I pumped it up. Nice. And I noticed when I saw that the back tire was also flat, I did the same thing for that. So we basically fixed two tires on the spot. Nice. With it a nice. temporary fix. No, yeah, but As still get, of... get
1: you you know get you off the side of the road. The other thing and I've said this for years I want to make sure I I throw this in so that you know I, I can again I've been so such a habit of saying this all along Walt, but I want to make sure I throw this in. I am one anymore because they're so inexpensive now. The yellow or orange safety vests, you know, they're mesh, they're cheap, they're easy. You can buy one or two of those, keep them in the cellophane, throw them back where your spare tire is and if you've got any kind of an issue on the side of the road, put that thing on so folks can see you.
2: Exactly. I have the same thing. I also uh, recommend putting out the uh, triangles, reflecting yep. triangles.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, yep.
2: the first one goes 10 meters behind, or ten feet behind the car. The second goes 100 feet. The third goes uh, 200 feet behind the car. Yep. If you're on a, on a four-lane highway, if you're on a two-lane two highway, one of those needs to go in front of the car to, wing, to warn cars coming toward you.
1: Yep. Yep. No, great idea. That, uh, fantastic. Uh, what else is in the book, by the way, Walt? I know we're talking about a lot of things to help folks out with Fourth of July and that coming up, but what else is in the book?
2: Oh, there's a whole bunch of stuff in the book. There's a, there's a table that's got uh, a listing of all, almost all states' uh, emergency telephone numbers. So if you have a, uh, a problem and you can't solve it yourself, you can call uh, uh, these, any of these numbers. Now, some states don't have anything, or they only have one number, hmm. but most states are not. Most states uh, have, have one single number that, that's great to call.
1: Great. Um, awesome. Awesome. No, it's great. The other thing, too, and again, this is one of those areas where a lot of folks don't even think about it. It's sort of, uh, you know, because a lot of vehicles just don't use the oil they used to and so on, but I'm also one, Walt, where if you're going to go on a trip, I don't care if you just went into the shop, still a good idea, pull that dipstick, wipe it off, put it back in, check oil, make sure it's full. Again, I don't care if somebody just checked it at a shop. I want to verify those things before I head out.
2: Exactly. But that's that's kind of... I Kind of assumed that, but that's that you're right, you're 100% right. That's one of the basics, that's one of the first things you do is check the engine oil.
1: Yep, engine oil. And again, folks, for those of you that are going to be traveling, you know, it's the time of the year where you know, bugs are a big factor. Make sure your windshield washer fluid is topped off, wiper blades are in good shape. These are things that anybody, Walt, really, you don't have to have any technical skill to check some of the things you and I are talking about. It's just very simple, easy things. But frankly, again, cars are so good today, most people just hop in them and go, and then they wonder why they don't go when they don't go because really they haven't done anything. to make them go
2: that's right well you know, pick up a nail and that will that'll, that'll turn a bad a good tire into a flat tire and sure, will.
1: There. sure will sure uh, will i mean stuff happens it does walt it's a joy always having you walt brinker again roadsidesurvival.com is the website there's a lot of great tips there i was there earlier today so walt appreciate all that you do it's great having you back and again folks uh, uh, the book and i assume walt again one more time you can get the book there or amazon or where's the best place to go
2: Best place to go to Amazon.
1: Okay, perfect.
2: Just, just go, you'll find it. Just go, go there. Go to Amazon.com and look for roadside survival, low-tech solutions to automobile breakdowns.
1: Awesome. Walt, I appreciate it, sir. And, and you know, you have a great Independence Day as well. appreciate you joining us.
2: You too, John. All, All right,
1: you. man. You bet. Take care. Have a great uh, rest of your day. And, guys, we'll be right back. Uh, don't go anywhere. I've got several other things to talk about today in regards to preparedness, as we always do here, because that's what Ready Radio is about. We'll be right back, though. Don't go anywhere. This is Ready Radio, KLZ 560. In such an uneasy and unpredictable time that we live in, growing your own food is becoming a necessity. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is a local family owned and operated business that specializes in custom cedar greenhouses. Owners Jason and Annette have over 35 years of construction management experience and have built multi-million dollar greenhouse structures all over the country. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is one of the few companies that specializes in geothermal heating. Geothermal heating utilizes the sun's light and heat to create an amazing year-round growing opportunity. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air not only handles all of your electrical and HVAC needs, they can also help you get ready for the... What ifs of life. When the mustard gas is filling your neighborhood, you'll want a HEPA filter to keep your family safe. When the napalm catches your neighbor's trees on fire, you'll still be breathing clean, fresh, smokeless air with your Solus Air HEPA filter. With a combination of our generators and air filters, your family won't miss the conveniences of modern society, no matter what the circumstances are. So for all your electrical heating and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720 526 or find them at ready-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air, a major sponsor of Fix-It Radio, Drive Radio, and, of course, Ready Radio.
0: For quality and service beyond
1: compare, call Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air.
3: Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses. We'll look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968,
1: Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. All right, we are back. Ready Radio, KLZ 560. And I was talking to Annette, Colorado Greenhouse Builders today, actually this past week, and we will have more uh, information on this here in the coming weeks. But the latter part of August... There's going to be a really big uh, preparedness expo in Elbert County, and it's going to have everything in it from, you know, be special speakers there, but everything from, you know, Colorado Greenhouse Builders and what to do there, how to grow your own food. But, you know, the Sheriff's Department's going to do a bunch of things as well. Uh, I mean, you name it. There's going to be all sorts of different speakers and things there, all on preparedness from, you know— power, how to power things up, uh, you know, again, how to prepare your own food, grow your own food, store your own food, can your own food, all those different things will be there at that expo. There'll be more on that. Again, as we get a little closer, uh, we'll have some ads running for that, and I'll let you know, I'll let you guys know uh, more on that. And, and then some of you maybe that have some expertise in, in any of those different areas that we're talking about, or those of you that maybe even works, work for somebody uh, that might have, uh, you know, some expertise in a particular area. If you would like to be involved in that, or you've got some things you'd even like to present, you know, by all means, either contact myself or contact Annette. At Colorado Greenhouse Builders, again, all of our information is on ready-radio.com. You can find her there, but either her or I will get you in touch with the right people. And, again, if you're somebody that would like to present, one thing she told me today that they are in big need of is anybody that's in sort of the body armor end of things. So if that's something where you've either got you know some connection or you sell it or anything along those lines, if that's something that you have some expertise in, and you'd like to be there and present, uh, by, you know, by all means, please let us know. I'll get you in touch with Annette and the folks that, that uh, you need to be in touch with, and we'll get you taken care of. So those of you that maybe haven't seen any news today, and, and I realize sometimes that happens, I'll, I'll be honest, myself, I was busy today doing all sorts of things out in my shop. I kind of take Friday mornings and do some different things that way, and, uh, and I'll explain some of that in a moment as well. Some of that is preparedness as well. Uh, But I, you know, kind of take Friday mornings to do different things. So I'll be honest, I I got up early. I always have an early morning coaching call. And then after that, I'm I'm usually pretty much out in the shop doing some different things. And I don't really pay attention to, you know, my phone and text messages and so on. And I will tell you that by about 10 o'clock, my phone was blowing up because of everything happening with the Supreme Court decision on Roe v. Wade. Not that it was a shock as to what, you know, came out because we sort of anticipated that a lot of folks did. And a lot of you are saying, well, yeah, John, yeah, we, we saw it, we watched it, and if you didn't, the Supreme Court uh, ruled 7-2, to two, by the way. It's pretty, pretty much in favor that that, that uh, Roe v. Wade, uh, I guess you could call it a law that we've had all these years. What's it been, Charlie, now 40 years, roughly, I want to say, or longer, uh, 50 years even, probably. That was early 70s, right? So 50 years. Uh, that, that's been around that long. Supreme Court decided today that nope, there really is no constitutional right to an abortion. That's essentially what their ruling said. We'll talk more about that uh, probably here in about a half an hour on Rush to Reason. But in case you've been sort of in the dark and didn't know that that was the ruling, what does that have to do with Ready Radio? Well, as I figured and anticipated, and as I was reading through a lot of the news once I did, you know once I learned what was going on, came back in the house, started checking a few things. What I will say is this, be prepared because the other side is not happy at all. They're already talking about protests, which in that case, when it comes from the other side, they're not peaceful protests, even though Uncle Joe was on the uh, uh, announcement today. He made a big announcement today telling people to protest peacefully. Uh, Typically, that side doesn't do that. So my point is, especially here in town, Avs are playing tonight. If, in fact, they win, which there's a chance they may, this town will erupt. I, for one, would not be caught dead in the downtown area tonight once all of that starts, if, in fact, the Avs win the game. It's going to be bad already with watch parties and other things going on, plus what happened today with Roe v. Wade. Again, I wouldn't be caught dead in any of those areas Tonight after dark, just just that's just me talking. I know other people out there may disagree, but that would be me. I would also tell you and I know there's going to be some of you that maybe again, don't don't necessarily agree with me on this. And and sorry, by the way, it was six, three, not seven, two. I think Joe Biden said seven, two today. Uh, That's where I got the seven, two. So it was six, three, not seven, two. But I think I think Uncle Joe said seven, two. So some Charlie, can you check me on that to see what that ruling exactly was if it was six, three or seven, two? Uh, Not that I'm just, you know, disputing anybody that's texting me, but I heard Uncle Joe say 7-2. Not saying he's right, because a lot of times he's not, but let's double check that to make sure. Here's the other thing I was going to say along the lines of being prepared with what just happened. And again, some of you may or may not agree with me. And I know this is a free speech issue. But I, for one, A, I don't like bumper stickers anyways, that's just me. I'm not, a, I'm not a guy. In fact, I'm the guy that takes everything off the car. I buy a new car, pull all the badges off because, A, I'm not advertising for somebody else. And, B, if you don't know what my car is, tough noogies. You don't need to. I don't need to tell you it's a Chevy, Ford, Ram, whatever. It, it, you know, doesn't matter to me. I take all that stuff off. So I'm, I'm not a guy that advertises things anyways, and I'm not a guy that runs bumper stickers. But a lot of folks do. <laughs> and I know you're not going to like what I'm going to say next. But given what just happened... If it were me, and I had any kind of a conservative sticker on the back of my car, I wouldn't, at this point. I would pull it off. I know it's free speech. I get it. But to me, it's not worth the property damage and or bodily harm that may occur by having said sticker on my car. That's just me, folks. I know a lot of you are different, and it's not a big deal to you, and you don't care one way or the other, but frankly, I do. I care about the things that I own. I care about me, and, and the other side is insane. I talk about that a lot on Rush to Reason. They literally are insane. I don't trust these people at all. At all. You know, They talk about being the tolerant left. They are far from it. They are about as tolerant as a saber-toothed tiger with cubs they're not tolerant or a grizzly bear with cubs whatever you, you name it they, they are not kind friendly or tolerant and all you need is some knucklehead insane liberal that doesn't like the sticker on your car you know taking a ball bat to it doing all sorts of other things oh c- cnn says it was 5-3 and 1 so, so we've gone from seven two to five three and one. So seven two to six three to now. Charlie says CNN says five three and one. All right. Well, we'll we'll have more on that. You know, coming up. So uh, I'm not sure that oh, either way they overturned it. Majority overturned it. Let's just say it that way. Back to your property, your car, and so on. And again, I, I'm not against people having bumper stickers. You want a bumper sticker, fine. You know, so be it. I, again, that's not me. It's not I'm not that guy. But a lot are. But I I will tell you right now that if if I had a sticker on my car of any kind on the conservative side of the aisle, I would remove it. Again, going back to what I said a moment ago, I, I don't trust the other side at all. At all. And they're so cowardly that they frankly would probably do this when you're not around. So, you know, you're parked someplace, you're going to dinner, you're at work, you know, wherever. I mean, anywhere that's in a public parking lot, I don't, I don't trust these people. They're the type that would key it, you know, take a baseball bat to it, uh, you know, bust out windows, you, you name it. And here's the deal. Unless you catch them in the act, your insurance company is going to pick up that tab. This is going to come back on you, unfortunately. And they may tell you that comprehensive doesn't cost you any more. It will. It will. And besides the fact, most of you have a deductible. So even if it's a comp claim and you've got a $500 deductible, it still costs you $500. I would not lose $500 over a sticker. That's just me. It's not worth it to me. And it's definitely not worth having some sort of an argument or altercation in a parking lot because of your whatever sticker's on the back of your car. Again, I'm trying to help you guys be prepared, keep you out of trouble, do the things that are necessary for us to survive and move forward. And frankly, me arguing with a liberal in a parking lot's not going to accomplish anything. Just not, folks. Me running around with a you know, pro-life sticker on the back of my car isn't going to accomplish anything at this point. We already had a big win. Um, I would let it lie for a little while if it were me. It's already going to be rough. I'm going to talk in a moment about ammunition and some things along those lines, because I think that's going to be the next thing that they start to go after and attack. They had two losses this week. Keep that in mind when it comes to liberals, folks. They've lost on the Second Amendment in New York City with what the Supreme Court handed down with concealed carry there. And they just lost on abortion. Both of those being very, very big topics, which I've been watching a lot of the liberal sites that are out there. I know Joe does that a lot for me as well. But I've been purposely reading a lot of the liberal sites as well. And, and here's what's really ironic. They're combining almost both of those in the same sentence. So not trying to frighten anybody, not trying to tell you what to do or not do. I'm just giving you advice. And if it were me, uh, I would not have those things on my vehicle right now, I just wouldn't. You're going to have problems most likely if you do. John and Cheyenne, what's up?
5: Hey, John, uh, remember uh, a while back, you had Kevin Flesh on, and I called him about running into a two-legged idiot in the forest? Uh-huh. And he said, and he said, use before you use your pistol, use something else." I started carrying my bear spray almost all the time as my first good, line of good idea by the way so i mean for people out there in your car and stuff i would say you know any sporting goods store just go in and get a can of bear spray and put it
1: great in idea john muscle. great you, idea you
5: can't get arrested for it and have you ever seen what bear spray will do to a person Let oh man a bear.
1: stop them in their tracks yeah,
5: it will and then you just walk away and that's you know, in in the old days, we'd try to fight. But at this point in time, if you're a conservative and you take on a liberal, you're going to lose in court, even if you have Kevin Flesch. Or maybe not. <laughs>
1: No, you you know what? Again, what I'm trying to, and you know what I'm trying to get with this. And again, you know, John, you're yeah. you know, you're a big guy. I'm a big Avoid. guy. You know, chances of you and I having an altercation to a parking lot with a liberal and not coming out on the good side is probably pretty slim. But that that's not my biggest concern. My concern is these yeah. guys are such cowards. You know, they're the type that would take a ball bat to your to your window or to your oh, right. to your fender or whatever when you're not looking. that's, that's how weak and cowardly these oh. guys are.
5: Or slash your tires and, you know. Right. You oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't through. think I didn't think about that
1: one. Yeah, that's another one that they would do. Yeah. I would not put that past them.
5: No, or, you know, even something simple like maybe cutting your valve stems. Yep. That's still going to require you to get towed. Yep. And that's, you know, I don't know what a tow bill is today. Uh, but it's got, over it's 100
1: bucks now, John. So, yeah, yeah, you don't uh, want that I one was, either.
5: <laughs> I was figuring two to three, depending on how far you have to take it. But. You know, it's just these little things that people on our side, I mean, yeah, we fight for what we believe in, but it is also a time to walk away.
1: And right now walk is away. a time to kind of lay low, I feel, John.
5: Yep. Well, I'm not going south to the border for a while.
1: I don't blame um, you. I don't, I don't blame you.
5: I don't ex- I don't have a problem up here. I don't know if you knew this, but they passed the trigger law in our last session. So No, I didn't know that. Rose- no. Good. Yeah, Wyoming passed the trigger law, so as soon as Roe was overturned, it kicked in, and abortions are now illegal in the state of Wyoming.
1: I did not know that. Thank you for the tip. Thank you. Yep. I didn't know that, John. I,
5: I, I don't know if you want me to text you the link. I can. Yeah,
1: please do. No, I'll um, need that for you know not only uh, later today but yep. Monday as well. So because I'll talk more about it Monday. But yeah, send me that if you would. Right. Do you, Do you have Andy back? Tonight? Yeah, he should. He should be here. Well, she's probably here floating around the building somewhere. But yeah, he'll be with me at three. Okay, because I want to give him a hard time. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. John, appreciate it, man. Uh, t- t- tell you what, Dennis, hang tight. I want to give you plenty of time. I'm sure you've got some good things to say as well. we got a break, though, so hang tight. We'll take our next break. Dennis, I'll come back and grab you. We'll have plenty of time that way. Anybody else, by the way, that wants to call in and talk about this, what to do or not do, lines are open, 303-477-5600. We'll be right back, though. This is Ready Radio, KLZ 560. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air not only handles all of your electrical and HVAC needs, they can also help you get ready for the what-ifs of life. When the mustard gas is filling your neighborhood, you'll want a HEPA filter to keep your family safe. When the napalm catches your neighbor's trees on fire, you'll still be breathing clean, fresh, smokeless air with your Solus Air HEPA filter. With a combination of our generators and air filters, your family won't miss the conveniences of modern society, no matter what the circumstances are. So for all your electrical, heating, and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or find them at ready-radio.com. That's absolute electrical, heating, and air, a major sponsor of fix it radio drive radio and of course ready radio
0: for quality and service
1: beyond compare call absolute electrical heating and air
3: have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses maybe some prescription sunglasses will look no further than stack optical since 1968
1: Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. In such an uneasy and unpredictable time that we live in, growing your own food is becoming a necessity. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is a local family-owned and operated business that specializes in custom cedar greenhouses. Owners Jason and Annette have over 35 years of construction management experience and have built multi-million dollar greenhouse structures all over the country. Colorado Greenhouse Builders is one of the few companies that specializes in geothermal heating. Geothermal heating utilizes the sun's light and heat All right, we are back. Uh, Dennis is going to join us now, and I will give you guys a tip that I learned even this week on how to get some of that adhesive and bumper stickers and so on off that Louie, my pinstriper, helped me with. So I will give you guys that tip in a moment. Dennis, you're next. What's going on?
0: Hey, afternoon. What a good couple of days, huh, brother?
1: Yes, yes. We'll take the wins. (laughs) You know, we'll take them any way we can get them. Sure, you bet. It means a lot. And I got before I
0: get going, I got to tell you, I got to shoot a four hundred and fifty Bushmaster yesterday. Oh, nice, 30, good job, eighty grain. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> nice. But uh, I want to share with you. I've, uh, I purchased what an alternative? It's a Berna. And it's a pepper ball pistol that shoots the same size as paintballs, but it shoots a pepper gel.
1: I didn't know that. Okay.
0: It's a CO2 cartridge in it. Okay. And the beautiful thing is, is it doesn't empty the CO2 cartridge until you pull the trigger. So it'll stay charged until you actually pull the trigger and discharge it. And
1: it's called a Burna.
0: Yes, B-Y-R-N-A.
1: B-Y-R, okay. I will look that up. Thank you. We'll they're, put, we'll put that out.
0: Yeah, much better than a firearm and a lot safer.
1: Keep people alive. Um, yeah. And 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 you know, let's face it, Dennis, in a lot of cases, all you need to do is show somebody something, and typically that's enough to uh, probably, you know, dissipate the situation. But in this case, if you had to fire it, to your point, you're, you're handling the situation and, and probably not going to go to jail or even have any risk of it. Not that you would sure. otherwise, but you, you know what I mean by that.
0: It's not a firearm, and it's legal in all 50 states.
1: Okay, good to know. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yes, good sir. Good to know. Thanks, John. Thank you very much, Dennis. Yep. I appreciate it. All right. How to get some of those stickers and, and by the way, I went to that website that, that Dennis just said, it's and it's it's really, it's byrna.com, B-Y-R-N-A.com, and yep, they're all listed there. So, Dennis, great tip. Thank you very much for that. John, coincides with what you're talking about, only this makes it even a little bit easier. In fact, you could pack this thing on the trail. No problem. So, uh, thank you, Dennis. That's that's actually awesome. Um, this this helps out a, a ton. So appreciate that very much. All right, how to get those stickers off? And by the way, this this is any adhesive that you would get, you know, on your vehicle. So if you're somebody like me that likes to take the, you know, where the car came from or the emblems or whatever you're trying to do off. Or as I was as I was saying earlier, uh, you know, even Charlie was saying right now, even a you know baby on board. Type sticker. I mean, anything right now. You know, Jesus loves me. God is love. You know, I don't care what it is. I mean, this other side or the other side is rabid right now. They are upset. They've lost two this week. Uh, this is more near and dear to them than really it is to us, I believe. Uh, they feel like their entire world is turned upside down. their rights have been violated. the Constitution has been changed I mean I've read it all today, folks. Constitution has been changed. you know even even uh, Joe Biden himself today said that the Supreme Court made uh, the wrong decision. Uh, you know, this was a constitutional right that was decided some fifty years ago. it's it's been precedence. They had no right to do what they did. I'm paraphrasing, but literally that's what Uncle Joe said today. So trust me, the other side is upset and they will be triggered by almost anything right now. Could be you having a conversation. Could be a bumper sticker. Could be something you post on social media. You name it. These people are rabid. So how do you get these things off if you have one and you'd like to remove it temporarily? Or maybe for good, depending upon what you're, you know, you're going to do moving forward. I learned this trick this week. Magic eraser. And some acetone. So first of all, use a you know if you have a heat gun, great. If not, use a hair dryer. Use it on the on the hot setting. Get things warmed up as much as you can. Peel the majority of the sticker or the whatever it is off. Okay, you're going to have some residue left beside, left behind. I don't care what it is. Also, if you're removing emblems from a vehicle, the way the easiest way to do that is dental floss. You heat up the emblem with, again, hairdryer or heat gun. Use the dental floss to get the actual, you know, emblem and the majority of the adhesive off. You're just going to rub, rub it back and forth like you would a little saw, only, only you're using the, the dental floss. Keep in mind, the dental floss is all waxed up, not going to scratch the paint or anything along those lines. So you get the majority of the adhesive off with either heat gun, dental floss, whatever you're going to use. But, but get the majority of the sticker or whatever you're trying to get off off to get the residue off. Go ahead and keep things warm with your hair dryer. Magic eraser and acetone. The acetone will not, and wear rubber gloves when you're doing this. Uh, The acetone will not take the paint off, believe it or not. It doesn't. It won't affect the factory paint at all. And just put that onto the magic eraser. Use the magic eraser with the acetone. Take the rest of the adhesive off, and it's gone. Done deal. And you may have to do a couple of applications of what I just said, or, you know, turn the magic eraser over onto a clean part. You know you you know the drill. Just go ahead and get the rest of it off. And then what I always like doing is have a little bit of hand wax around. And once all that's off, take a little bit of hand wax, because what you've done is removed any other protectant that would be on the paint. You can put a little bit of hand wax or a little bit of wax right on top of what you did and taking those emblems off, and things are waxed back up, and away you go. Done deal. Now... Some of you may say, well, I don't have any acetone. Okay, do you have fingernail polish remover? For you ladies that are out there, that's what acetone is. In fact, by the way, tip for you ladies, stop buying fingernail polish remover. You don't need it. Just go buy at, you know, Home Depot or Ace Hardware or wherever. Just go buy a pint of acetone. You can buy it for a lot less money than what you buy fingernail polish remover for, and it's exactly the same stuff. In fact, the acetone might work a little better because the the fingernail polish removal has a few oils and things added into it, which they just, you know, it's a fancy name for acetone. So just use acetone. It's easier. So if you don't have acetone, by the way, you can, believe it or not. Now, the the paint guys don't like this because they don't like this product because it can create havoc with people on the paint side. But if you're not going to paint the car, add pinstripes or do anything along those lines, believe it or not, you can take Magic Eraser and WD-40, just spray the WD-40 right on where the emblem would have been, take the Magic Eraser, that WD-40 will, believe it or not, loosen up that adhesive as well, and the Magic Eraser will do the rest. So if you don't have acetone, you can use a Magic Eraser and WD-40 as well. Acetone works a little better, but if, if you don't want to run out and buy acetone and you've just got a couple cans of WD-40 kicking around the house, you can take the emblems off or the sticker off or whatever it happens to be. Now, if it's on the glass inside or outside here's where it gets a little dicey if the windows haven't been tinted and you've put a decal on the inside a straight edge razor blade will take it right off just get it wet with some window cleaner windex whatever use a razor blade scrape it off done deal if it's on top of window tint um you're you're gonna have problems you may not get that sticker off without ruining the window tint, unfortunately. That's why you typically don't put a sticker on top of window tint, because you've now put a sticker on on a sticker, basically, because window tint's an adhesive. It's glued to the window. If it's a factory tinted window, not a problem, but you you can tell by looking at the top edge of the glass if it's factory tint or if it's been added, because there'll always be a little teeny um, spot at the very upper edge of the glass where it's not fully tinted, and you can see the line where it's tinted and not. That's how you know whether or not it's been a you know an applique of tint versus it's built into the glass. If it's in the back window, a lot of people put stickers in the back window, on the inside. If you have a defroster, if you've got a you know window you know heated window where it defrosts the snow and ice off the back glass, again you got to be careful because believe it or not, that grid that's on that window was just glued on. It's not made to the glass, so if you take a a straight edge razor to try to get the sticker off, it, you're going to damage the grid, or you have to be really, really careful to work around it. That. Again, that's why I don't recommend putting stickers on the inside of a window where there's any kind of a heating element. If they've been stuck to the outside of the glass, easy, Windex, straight edge razor, takes them right off. Not a problem. Anywhere on anywhere on on the outside of the car. Uh, glass, I should say, you can just take that off with a straight-edge razor. You know, Peel off the sticker first, take the straight-edge razor, clean the rest of it up. What you have to be careful of with the straight-edge razor, and I've talked about this on Drive Radio many times, is be careful because you can scratch the glass with that straight-edge razor if you don't do it carefully, but just take your time, be careful. And what scratches it is if you don't have it flat on the glass. Just make sure you keep the straight-edge razor flat on the glass, keep it wet, with your window cleaner, and do this in the shade. I should have said that to begin with. Do this in the shade. It works a lot better than it does in the sun. So that's how you would take off any sticker that's out there. Now, one thing I've not tried is if the Magic Eraser has been stuck on just some of the plastic parts of the the bumper. And in other words, it's not a painted part It's just the black, you know, kind of the matte finish plastic. If you put a sticker on that, I'm not sure what the Magic Eraser does to that. I've not tried that. So fair warning, if you stuck a sticker on someplace where it's on that part of the car and not necessarily on paint or glass, you're going to have to just try that on your own and see. Worst comes to worse, go find something else to put on top of the other sticker and at least get rid of what's there that might be a you know pro-life or Second Amendment sticker. And I know folks, some of you say, What's well, free speech, John? It shouldn't make any difference. I understand that. But trust me when I say the left is insane. They are. Not all of them, but the majority of them are. They're rabid right now, they're mad, they're upset, they're gonna seek revenge. I believe full well their party is telling them to, by the way. You heard Joe Biden say that today. Yes, he said protest peacefully, but trust me, he said today, you know, we got to take this back. That's essentially, by the way, he didn't say anything different than Trump said on January 6th, by the way, today. Just a side note. He really didn't do anything different today than than Trump, other than there wasn't, you know, you know, whatever, 20, 20, 20-some thousand people standing in front of him. It's the only difference. So, back to the social media aspect. Most people don't know where you live. Or so you think. But believe me, they can find out where you live pretty easily. If they know that, you know, you're you're, you know, Joe from Lakewood and you're on social media, And you've got friends of friends of friends. It depends upon how your security settings are set, your privacy settings are set on Facebook. But trust me, it's not hard to find Joe on Facebook in Lakewood and where he or she lives. Joe is a he, usually. Although Joe could be a girl. Right, Charlie? Joe, Joe, Joe could be a girl. So, again, just because you think you're being private and what you're posting is only between you and your friends... Uh, think again. They very easily could find out and know where you live. So my point is this. We're talking ready radio, preparedness, what to do, how to keep yourself out of trouble, and so on. Be careful where you're at, who you're with, what you're saying, who else is around you, and so on. Situational awareness right now is going to have to be at an all-time high. And I'm not trying to scare anybody, but trust me, folks, you're hearing this all over the news right now. I read it this morning. Literally, there will be protests. There will be riots. There will be things going on this weekend in a lot of major cities around the country, this one included. Just be aware. That's what I'm trying to get you to do. And if you don't have to be out in some of those areas where there's going to be a lot of people, don't. Don't leave your vehicle parked someplace overnight where you don't know where it is. If you live in an area where you have to park it away from your house, you know, down the block or something, be really, really careful, and again, I would take all the stickers off. I would be careful even with my vehicle in the driveway right now. Well, I've said even on Rush to Reason this past week, if you can clean out your garage and park inside, I would. These people cannot be trusted. I'm going to keep saying that until I drill that into everybody's head. They cannot be trusted. These are rabid fans on the left. Think of it that way. And they are being told to win at all costs, to set the record straight, you know, to 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 gain things back, literally at all costs. So be really careful with what you're doing, where you're going, where you're at, All those things. I don't care if you're out for dinner and you're having a conversation. Just be aware of who's around you, what's going on, and so on. Uh, it can be coffee shops. It could be standing in line at fast food. It could be going down tonight. You know, some of you may be going to the Avs game or even some of the outside you know, you know, you know, watch parties that are down in that area tonight. And by the way, I'm not telling you not to have fun. What I'm telling you to do is just be aware of your surroundings, where you're at, what's going on, who's around you, the type of conversation that's going on around you. If there's ever a time to be aware, it's now. Yeah, Charlie said even what you're wearing. Yes. Thank you, Charlie. Yes, even what you're wearing. By all means. Be careful. Some of you just put a T-shirt on thinking, oh, it's just a T-shirt. I'm going out. Watch what it says. Okay? Hats, anything. You know, a lot of you will wear a, you know, uh, uh, you know, a hat with a, you know, maybe your favorite gun store on it or something along those lines. Again, just be careful, folks. I want you guys to be safe. You don't want anything happening unnecessarily. And the left is crazy. Now, more than ever. So be really, really, really careful. All right. I'll leave you with that. Andy and I are going to come back here in just one moment. So stay tuned. This has been Ready Radio. Any of our past shows or this one you can find on ready-radio.com or ready-radio.com. But we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is KLZ 560.